0: Hello, boys, girls, and everything in between that I don't have time to mention. Welcome to True Urban Culture, where we bring the truth back to our urban culture. We are so excited to live in a post-Kim Kanye world, and we have a great panel to share with you. First up, we have a pretty okay guy, I suppose, my man, D.D. Donnie. And we have our new guest host, who's appeared before, but we're always happy to have her back, Miss Jean. Now, as, as is normal for a true urban culture's tradition, we're going to start with the mental health check-in. And Joe Jean's done this before, but let's remind her. First, we have the one, I want to die. Two, my life is pointless. Three, nothing matters. Four, my life sucks now. Five, whatever. Six, I'm content. Seven, I'm grateful. Eight, I'm in a good place. Nine, I'm excited about life. And ten, couldn't be better. Joanna, where are you on this scale?
1: Hello, everyone. Um, Five. Mm,
0: Tell us more. Why whatever? Uh,
1: I recently moved back down to my hometown from my college town, uh, like the end of July. And I had uh, got a job for like a few weeks. And then I got fired after my manager cursed me out (laughs) for not... um, I guess submitting to something and now I have to find a new job. So that's kind of annoying. Post-grad is weird, so.
0: (laughs) Wait, like submit a document form or submitting to his Mm. will? What's going on?
1: Submitting to like, it was like, he was just asking me, like it was a, it was a hostess job at a restaurant and he was asking me to like tend to like the menus, but like there was, there's someone that I work with, like, She, like, gets flustered really easily, and she was already mending to them, and I was helping her anyway. But when he said to do that, I was like, oh, yeah, so-and-so is handling it, like, just, like, in, like, a casual way. And then he, like, got really, like, I don't know. He brought it from, like, zero to 100, like, real quick and was like, oh, I'm your boss. When I tell you to do something, do it, blah, 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 blah. I'm just like, I don't even know where, like, where this energy is coming from. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, it just escalated into, like, a mini scene. And I was just telling him that, like, he didn't need to talk to me like that. And then he was just like, I don't give a fuck what you're talking about. I don't give a fuck what goes on up there. I'm your boss. When I tell you to do something, do it. You can go home. And then when I was getting myself to go home, um, the other manager that gaslit the whole situation um, terminated me because he said that I wasn't getting along with everybody. So I have to get a new job sheesh
0: but at least you're out of uh, what what city did you hate before was it houston
1: nah I've, I've never been to houston i was in tallahassee though i didn't like it
0: okay right we were talking shit about tallahassee so at least that's behind yeah. you okay right
1: south florida south florida has always been fun it's my home so that's why i put whatever because it's like yeah i'm not like like upset at life but i'm also just kind of like you know whatever like i didn't I yeah. Job, you know.
2: yeah
0: what's next yeah. for you in terms of your professional life
1: uh well right now um i'm taking my music seriously well more seriously because i have like more free time to do it since i'm not in school so i'm focusing on releasing new music uh i should be coming out with uh two singles this year and then like an ep hopefully like the beginning of next year i'm just like you know slow and steady wins the race i um and collabing with people down here doing local shows so i've really just been enjoying that like navigating like the art scene and for journalism i don't know we all know how journalism is i'm just waiting for someone in the comp- in a company to just recognize my capabilities
0: <laughs> nice man nice all right donnie hopefully you don't feel some type of way over having to come after all that success that was just spoken of <laughs> don't feel like you have to compare yourself <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I was feel like to. you have to name drop something that's equally impressive for once. <laughs> uh how I'm feeling, um
2: I'm content. I'm not happy, I'm not sad. Um yeah, I mean I'm content. I've been hanging a lot outside of like work and being more social, something that goes against my nature. And, yeah, that's it, basically. How has
1: that been for you? Like, what have you been doing to be more social?
2: Like, I've I've, usually I'll wait until people hit me up, but I've been actively hitting up other people. Like, I'm not a bar type of person. I've been going to a lot of bars, getting slightly drunk, and just, like, being a lot more interactive with the outside world than I usually am. Usually I'm at home writing poetry and, like, just by myself in the city. But now I'm, like, actively, like, seeking, like, I guess you could say healthy relationships. And, yeah, I'm on that type of time. Oh, and poetry has been great. I've been writing nonstop for some odd reason. Uh, I'm not going to question it,
0: but it's good right now. I find it so adorable that you're vanilla about bars, but like sex clubs are just like all normal for you. Oh, yeah, because in <laughs> sex clubs, are those clubs, not good places to meet people?
2: No, I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to be cleaning myself up and be like, hey, do you want to get a stone tomorrow <laughs> or yeah, something no. like that? <laughs> it's just like, oh, I, like, I feel the like
0: graphic. Ask for falafel. <laughs> you yeah,
2: something like that? Like it's. I'm there to hook up and get a release with other like minded people. I'm not there to interconnect and wove and weave myself into their personal lives. Like, I'm here to dominate you and go about my day.
0: I'm glad you kept that as ambiguous as possible because Liddell is both curious and asking you to not Pick one, Liddell. Pick one. But in any case, I am also pretty. I, I also say I'm pretty content. I just started a new job with a new company. It actually has benefits, and like I'm in a union for one. So I'm just like, holy shit. So Finally, an environment play? where no one's trying to bust the union. Because <laughs> we already know that funeral home was not it for me. Right. But um, no, yeah, I feel like a big kid now. Went out last night to celebrate, and I have a new type, and that type is a female lawyer. 100%. I, it's really? Absolutely. I thought you had a girlfriend. Oh no, we broke up no, a couple yeah. weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, a couple weeks? It's been like a month or two. How long has it been, Donnie? In- oh, I'm so like, sorry. Like a, a month, a month. <laughs> a month. I thought it was two. Are whatever. you good? Oh, I'm great. How uh, long no, I, you guys uh, dating? Uh, about four or five months, I'd say. Excuse through business school, but oh, um,
1: it was short.
0: Yeah, no, it's fine. Uh, um, I'd least say Sounds it takes like, like about. A summer fling. Could be, and that's what she said, but um uh, no, um, people say it takes the equal amount of time you've been in a relationship to recover for, and I found that isn't quite true, honestly. If you, I don't know, feel like you connect with other people, and uh, like Donnie, I am also someone who doesn't go to bars often, but I've went to a rooftop party last night because that's the only way to, uh, I don't know, be social in New York, yeah. But, I uh, saw
2: your Instagram, sir. I was like, wait, what is he doing at a rooftop bar? That is so unlike him.
0: <laughs> I know. I know. It, it really is. And then I just like hit up. Uh, th- th- there were like plenty of women there. And uh, I don't know. I'm always after the professional. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's mommy issues. But I see a slightly rich oh, lawyer sorry. over on the corner sipping their drink and their martini. I'd be like, hey, how you doing? But... Um, <laughs> Hey enough about me. We can move right on into our topic. And that is, is the black there the new messiah? And I just think that's great because, you know, we're a Christian society and we look to minorities and women to be our saviors in a lot of different realms. So let's talk about the POC side of things. Essentially, our first question that I want to ask our gorgeous panel is, do you see societal issues being resolved by more POCs and women in positions of leadership? And I have my own thoughts about this, but I don't want to preface your thinking. Let's get this balls raw. raw. Donnie, give it to us raw.
2: Actually, I, I, I want to hear Joe, uh, Joe's uh, answer. Oh, fuck
0: uh, you, Donnie. Yeah. Yeah, Joe, how
2: you <laughs> I mean, she is the woman, and uh, okay. let's fuck, hear her.
0: <laughs> fuck you, Donnie. So can Joe, you
1: rephrase the question for me real quick?
0: Yeah, sure. So do you see as, you know, Think of all the leadership positions in the world. Think CEOs, think politicians. Think of how good or bad of a job they're doing. Since the majority of them are just white men, do you think things would be better if they were replaced by black, brown, or female counterparts? Uh,
1: I think that if there's a balance, it could be better. Like It doesn't need to be saturated with... um, female POCs, but it also doesn't need to be saturated with white men. I feel that there needs to be just like a balance between like the demographics that we have like in our political offices and just like in every, like every every room, like even like in film and TV, like the rioters room need to be less saturated with white people. Like companies, like the executive boards need to be less saturated with white people like, I think in a global scale, like, not even just in, like, politics, but everywhere, like, white people kind of, like, dominate, like, the rooms that, like, make the biggest decisions and the rooms that actually, like, sign the papers that affect everybody, and if you have, like, at least one to two people in that room that can, I hate to use the word diversity, but diversify it, then that can cater to, like, the the actual masses because the masses is not white people the masses is like everybody you know what i'm saying
0: so you're saying that like yeah, when it comes to leadership positions or you know the rooms yeah. making decisions in any given field it should be represented over population demographics yes so uh, so women are a good 50 percent of the pop let's say let's keep it
1: Oh, well, I can't hear you.
0: Yeah, I think your audio cut off. Uh, well, I mean, oh, every time I w- wiggle this thing, it can go mute. But uh, no more <laughs> no more wiggling things. But any case, okay, so women make up 50% of the U.S. population and say, I know African-Americans definitely make up 12%. Do, do we like the term African-American anymore? I feel like that's fallen out of f- f- favor.
1: I personally am not African-American. <laughs> so when people use that term, they're not talking about me but um when i say based off of population demographics like it's definitely like something that's been going on over the years where white people are becoming the minority in america but not even just in america but like globally speaking there needs to be a balance in the room so there needs to be a 50 50 if there's four people that need to be on an executive board there needs to be at least two men and two women one of those women should be white One should be black or Indian or Asian or some minority. And then out of the men, it should be vice versa. One should be white and the other should be a minority because that's just that's just how it works. White people are not minorities. So
0: I think they are global minorities, if you think about it, because the biggest population centers are in Asia and then you have African South America. In a
1: socioeconomic way, they're not minorities.
0: Oh, that's what is Uh, expand.
1: I'm like, I'm looking at it based off of like, what, what you have access to, like accessibility, like white people have more access to generational wealth. They have more access to liberty, more access to freedom on a global scale, not even just like nationally speaking, because they're white.
0: Oh, okay. Like, so and the
1: premise of that is racism.
0: Okay, so you're talking about (laughs) equity then. All right. So if you you believe that leadership positions would reflect those demographics you just talked about, we'd reach a higher state of global equity. Yes. Okay. Donnie, what do you think? Oh, actually, no, Donnie, I don't want to hear what you say. Liddell, what do you think? Fuck it. Back
2: back to the African-American term, I will say I'm not African-American. I am American, and I know Liddell is going to get on me for that. Uh, Just, just another checklist to add to the. I see him typing my black (laughs) part, if he wants to call it. But um, yeah, I I do think. Oh, look at that! He agrees with it. Liddell's agreeing. Surprise, surprise! Mm. Um, I do agree with what Joel said. Like, there should be an equal amount of people of color and women in leadership. Um, I'm not gonna necessarily say that they might do a better job, but I do think they have a a broader understanding of how the world works, as opposed to your rich old white guy who has been in the Senate for like years or Congress or whatever you wanna call it. Um, but I do think all those people need to go. Um, they've been here since the birth of a fucking nation and we are now moving more progressively and there needs to be causes for a change and they're not willing to do any of that
0: are you saying this world needs to be cleansed with flames or something
2: <laughs> i won't say that because
0: Photograph, you didn't say no
2: <laughs> you heard it here first folks I won't say that, but I have been saying for years that regardless of who you are, if you're sitting in the Senate seat or the Congress seat, you need to be removed peacefully. That's all it is, and we need to have a new election for every single position, because these guys that's sitting on this board for decades, they're not going to change their minds, and they're not... Yeah, they're not going to be voted out, obviously, uh, mostly in red states. But, yeah, I it doesn't matter, Democrat or Republican. If you're old and white, you need to be removed, have a new election, and start from there.
0: No, I feel you. I feel like Supreme Court justices have way too long of a tenure. Like, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who everyone oh. loved and whatnot, was like, she got her job until she died, and that was yeah. how she got out of it. And, that, and then there was a the whole thing about appointing a new person who was, like, Republican, but people want to wait till the next presidential election. No, 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 no. When the president's gone, everyone he elects is gone, please. But, yeah, uh,
2: it's... Yeah. I, I, that's the thing. I
0: just don't understand how these,
2: like, guys keep getting re-elected, like Mitch McConnell's been in there for a while, and he's on his, uh, what, like, third, fourth term or something like that. Mm. And it's just, like, it's they're not going to leave in an election so they need to be all removed and we need to do a hard
0: reset you think that'll solve everything and that um if those old white men are replaced by more diverse group you think everything would be you know uh closer to what joanna was saying about global equity or domestic equity
2: i won't i won't say it'll automatically be better because that's, we still have a whole bunch of shit within our own society, um, apart from politics, but it will be the change that we need. Um, I think you'll see a lot more people being engaging in our politics, because I know for the past uh, few years since Trump was elected, I've been more involved in politics and stuff like that. Um, But yeah, I, I think it just gives our government a new face. And, a new chance to reinvent themselves.
0: Interesting. No, so what What basically, I, I already told you guys before the podcast what inspired this question, but like, mm-hmm. um, I'll tell for our audience's sake and I'll try to keep it short. I remember the, uh, I think it was a Malaysian prime minister who was herself a woman and it was like really breaking ga- gr- grounds because this was a Muslim majority country um, in the developing world, it just elected a female prime minister, and she won like a host of awards just for being who she was, I believe. And she she made some good policy decisions too that like further reinforced it. And like people were like, "Girl boss, yeah." But then the Rohingya Muslim genocide happened, I believe, and I might have this wrong. Maybe I don't think in Malaysia is even a, ma- a majority Muslim country actually. But um, in any case, this prime minister, who I'm thinking of, and maybe it's not Malaysia, but yeah. she had she had a direct cause in the Rohingya genocide and that like she oversaw a lot of the authorities that were leading to all these people dying, like this complete genocide. You can't call it anything else. And like everyone formerly was like saying she was such a prominent uh, liberal sign of progression, but here he is, she is with like World War II tactics of genocide basically. So it's like, she's a woman, uh, she is a non-white person and she's still making the same mistakes or even the, b- being just as evil as her counterparts are. So, you know, it made. I hope it made a lot of people think that, like, sometimes when you plug in your favorite color, your favorite gender, things won't automatically change unless there's also a learning curve. Because notice how all these, like, countries that were once imperialized are the new imperialists, like China with Tibet and in a way now Africa in some ways, even though it's not so, like, outright. So it's, like, uh, people think that putting this happy face on all these, like, cold uh, positions that are notorious for, you know, human rights violations will automatically wipe the slate clean. Um, So, so, yeah, I feel some type of way about it. But, like, honestly, I feel like there definitely needs to be a learning curve and that, like, um, certain populations need to, you know, be educated on a new curriculum that's not ridden by their old white predecessors essentially so that's my I thoughts think on another
1: this. yep go for I it i think another problem is that like and people people do the same thing with celebrities like people think just because like someone is like the same race or gender as you or even has the same body type as you like they have to because they have a platform they have to be like the face of that gender yes. face. They, like they did the same thing with lizzo like yes. every time lizzo breathes they're like oh my gosh you hate us because yes. you're drinking a smoothie or you hate us because and it's just like she is not the face of anything she is a human that is also an artist and i think that's the, like the issue with people they're like yeah like we need a female president because blah 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 and it's like those same females that are running for, for a government office are the same people that are going to make amendments and acts that literally go against your own rights. Just because they're a woman does not mean that they have your best interest and in right. Because it's like, like you said earlier, every like we all come from different backgrounds. We all live in different environments. And like that perpetuates our thinking, that perpetuates like the kind of mentality that we have. And like our our outlook on the world. So it's like you can't look at someone that might look like you and think that they're going to think like you. You don't know where they're from and you don't know where they're going. Yeah, because I'll
2: be the first one to say President Obama ain't do shit for me.
0: I'm gonna be straight I, up, and that's I, what I say I, in my circle. I circles. feel like at this point, only white liberals still like Obama. I've never, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I've never met anyone like actually saying like, "D was a damn fine president for yeah, bailing like, out all those banks." No one,
2: like, no one had that. the charisma and style and flair, and he was likable. But let me be honest, I, I was still struggling with rent back in those years, so he ain't do shit for me. <laughs>
0: Yeah, right. I mean I, I, mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. his healthcare reforms were fairly okay, like a step in the right direction, but god damn mm. those premiums. Oh <laughs> shit. <laughs> but like you fucked up, man. Yeah, and gas was
1: like insane during his business. Gas is insane now. I pay fifty dollars.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> what car do I, you drive?
0: For, I, I mean, I drive a Jeep, but it wasn't—it wasn't even an That's empty why. tank. It wasn't an That's empty why. tank. I'm in the city, That's and I don't want to get—I don't want to get off topic because we got to move on. But holy shit, I was like, did we not just finish invading the Middle East? What the fuck was this? What <laughs> the fuck was it
1: awful? If you live in New York,
0: oh, so I live on like the uptown of New York, which is close to the Bronx. Uh, and okay. in this area, you definitely need a car. And like, I, I'm trying to drive out in New York now. But um, okay. yeah, get Fidelis. Thanks, Adele. But uh, yeah, I'll move on. But I, I just want to tell you guys that, you know, um, last yesterday my dad showed me a YouTube video of a Mexican politician in the conservative party who was a woman herself. And she was just going buck wild over the nomination of some uh, like indigenous woman as someone in the, I believe, the Mexican Senate. And it's like i, I always think everyone always associates mexico would be like majority indigenous but what they have is a ruling white party and you can see that in their television and whatnot and this woman is going ballistic over the, the thought of an indigenous woman being in politics as as, as if she didn't have any right to be even that she represents a majority of the population i hate telemundo but um but that, uh, based on liddell's uh, thing but um uh, No. Yeah. And it sucked because uh, she was her whole argument was like, why would you point her when there are these two, three women that are much better choices and would forward the feminist movement? And I'm like, how can you be a feminist and racist? Pick pick one. You're like, you're like three. You're four waves behind. You're four waves behind, bitch. What the hell? But yeah, fuck yeah. No, that's just like I. I Sorry, I, she's probably she's still in power somehow. She is still in power. But anyway, let's move on to the next question, and we'll take it to a place of finance because you know I'm a business major. I took like two finance classes. I got, I got, I got flex that. But let, let's focus this on financial affluence. And is financial affluence the answer to our community's problems? Like I remember people. One of the biggest reasons um, people were so upset about Nipsey uh, Nipsey's death was particularly because he was doing so much for his community with the wealth he accumulated in his rap career. But you know, I feel like people, but it kind of paint him as this guy. If he were still alive, things would be much better. And if people like there are more people like him, things would be much better. Do you believe that all it takes to fix the problems in communities is someone with a deep pocket and a open wallet?
1: No. I think it's way deeper than that. I think it's about like the community's mentality. Like on an individual level, people should be investing and redirecting their wealth. You can't wait for your homie to blow up with his rap career and then come back to the come back to the hood and then redisperse his wealth. So y'all can continue. right? Like you guys need to be redispersing <laughs> your own wealth. Like you need to be making the effort to educate yourselves. So individually and collectively, your community is bringing in more revenue. Start start your own businesses. Like, learn, learn, learn what it takes to buy the land to have a storefront for your business or doing it in-house. Like, it just takes effort. And I feel that, um, like, a lot of Black people in America use being Black as a crutch to not, yes. like, put in the effort to be financially literate. To be financially stable they're like i'm black and you know like the government blah 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 blah. so i deserve all these resources and i just deserve god to just like send down these reparations whenever that's never gonna happen and it's like you need to take the step on your own like it's it's your own wealth like you have to do that like no one can do that for you you know what i'm saying so that's just how I see it.
0: Donnie hit us with a fat opinion already. Oh, maybe <laughs> the way then say your turn. Don. Yeah, <laughs> Come on, don't be your own man. Because I was, I was
2: taking it what Joe said, but yeah, I, I agree. It's, I, I've said it on Out of Balance podcasts. It's, black people have this like, this victim mentality that just been plaguing them for years. And yes, I, I get all the shit that we went through and all that stuff. But now it's time to like grow, invest in your own communities. Um, I don't think you have to be a millionaire or you need to be some of social status because Will Smith ain't do shit for the city and fucking Kevin Hart ain't do shit for the city. The only one I know is uh, Meek Mills who like donates regularly and hands out backpacks mm. at the beginning of the school year so it's and he that's because he's from the hood like he's like in the hood but um no i don't think you have to like be a certain status you can literally do anything
0: hmm. i agree i kind of want to push back in a way because like um I, I I have some thoughts about like the idea of capitalism and whatnot, and like h- how you can use it the sys the system that oppresses you as a system that also liberates you. And like, here's the thing: like I'm I'm all for like communities and like self self improvement. I'm all I'm all for like pulling up the boots bulls- uh, bootstraps, as they say, and like making something of yourself, not being dependent on anyone else. Like knowing that you will take care of you at the end of the day. Like I'm totally with it. But, like, the thing is, oftentimes when you build yourself up, there's always some force to peg you back down. And for me, that oftentimes is the U.S. government, unfortunately. Because, yeah. okay, it, it, it's common knowledge that, like, the all the alphabet agencies, like, distributed crack into the black communities when... You know, the Black Panthers were showing that they were capable of organizing on a large scale. And now they're releasing reports, I think, in like actual mainstream outlets that the Black Lives Matter movement, for example, was being um, undermined by federal agencies like they were sending people in using the same tactics they've done for centuries where they like would incite violence and make the movement look bad. Essentially, playing both fields. Like on one hand, they're saying, "Oh yeah, right-wing terrorists are the worst threat to America," but now they're all also infiltrating these leftist movements as well. Kind of keeping everyone down itself. So I feel yeah. like, how 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 much can you build yourself before that that force? It, let's say it's not even the U.S. government, because like with Nipsey, it, it it wasn't that. It was just haters in his own community doing that. How how much can you build yourself up before something or someone pegs you back down? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, that was a question. Um, <laughs> I, was, I was looking for greens. Tell me, guys. Tell me. What, what is there to do?
1: Well, you're saying this in, like, reference to capitalism specifically, or? It
0: does, you know, I, I make that mistake by saying capitalism is the only force that we need to fight against and blah, blah, blah. But that's not true. I'm not even that much of an anti-capitalist. It's more like this monetary system that was, like, built on the backs of minority slaves who I love you. It, it just seems to me like so ironic that we're all trying to get rich in the same ways that the people who oppressed us tried getting rich. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah how, I how, how's that now think... the self-eating system?
1: But I feel like our generation is kind of changing now. Like I don't think that we're trying to get rich in the ways that the people before us tried getting rich. Like I feel like there's more like there's digital currency now. Like, and that wasn't a thing like 60 years ago. Like people didn't have Bitcoin and all these like, you know, like penny penny um penny stocks and day trading. And that's another that's another way to redirect your wealth and like invest and like, you know, grow your finances as well. I think that currently there's more opportunities and there's more resources, but you need to be in an environment that is like Like, you need, like, if you don't know about that, then you don't know about that. And, like, you can't beat yourself up or no one can beat you up for not knowing something. And no one can beat you up for not going out of your way to know something when you don't even know where to start to know what you need to know. And I think that's the problem with the Black community is, like, a lot of people don't even know where to start. And it's, like, if uh... they had, like, a better stepping stone, then it would be easier for them to start. Right. But I, in reference to capitalism, though, I, like that's like that was like a whole different conversation because I, I personally am not like a huge fan of capitalism, um, just because I haven't seen anyone do it in a way that was ethical, um. Hmm. So
0: no that's the thing uh, so in the first part of your argument you're saying that people are accumulating wealth et- ethically how, how um can, can you expand on how a person can do that like become rich no i'm in not this saying that people system. are doing
1: it ethically i'm saying that people are doing it like there's different avenues than there were like 60 80 years ago okay. like it's it's more than just like applying for a job and putting in those hours and getting a paycheck it's like Like I said already, like you have digital currency, like NFTs, like artists are literally making like thousands of dollars by like bidding. Graphic art on the Internet, like there's so much Internet money going on right now. And I feel like that's just like a really huge market that a lot of people in the black community like haven't tapped into like people in other communities have already been tapped into like for years.
0: Okay, so you're saying that there's more diverse ways to, like, um, uh, uh, establish wealth and, like, um, you know, uh, and gain it. But um, do do you feel – so in – so there are these things called, like, negative externalities that whenever you have a new innovation, there's, like, a some outcome that you didn't plan for that can oftentimes be bad. Do you see, like, uh, and this is a question for both of you before we move on. Uh, do you guys see, like, all these new avenues for wealth as having their own harmful negative externalities? Like, what jumps up into mind yes. is, like, uh, Joanna mentioned that, like, Bitcoin is, like, or in cryptocurrency is a really great way to, like make some wealth in ways that are untraditional but like um you know as tesla's founder elon musk uh, stated not too long ago and why he pulled out a bitcoin investment was that like it's very bad for the environment like all that bitcoin mining and electricity and all those those electro dams are just like absolutely awful Uh, so what are your guys thoughts about that
1: i definitely agree i think at the end of the day like there's going it's about what battle it's about picking your battles and you're going to have to pick what battle you want when it comes to the way that you want to grow your wealth. If that battle is, you know, stressing your mind and your body out, working for the man, doing the nine to five shit, working somewhere that you don't even like, that's your battle. If your battle is, um, (laughs) perpetuating or promoting the continuation of, like you just said, Bitcoin mining, and other uh, environmental unethical acts of ways of, like, getting wealth, then that's your battle. Like, it's about, like, what battle do you want? Is your battle exploiting child labor? Is your battle exploiting um, indigenous people that work in different countries so you don't have to outsource workers in your own country and pay people more even though you have the money to pay people more? So, you know, I think, what, what are your morals? Like, when it comes to, like making money it's about where your morals are and it like as trivial as it sounds it's like when people talk to strippers they're like oh my gosh like i could never be a stripper and it's like it's about your your morals like this idea of that like you have to like be so morally just to, to not be a stripper but at the end of the day like people that are strippers are still people that are making money like it's still a job like what what like what do you want do you want to work at hooters or do you want to work at Wells Fargo?
0: Some people do both. <laughs> Some people do both. And Some like your morals
1: do. play into that. Your morals play into that. Because if you get really deep, it's like like you, you know, like the all these companies, like all of them, like they 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 play a part in like the the issues that exist in our communities. So it's like when you get really deep into like the company you're working for, it's like who do you want on that check when you go and you ch- cash it out? Like, who do you want representing your finances for the time being? Do you want it to be you? Do you want to start up your own business? Do you want to be self employed? Like, you know, what, like, what do you want? Cause at the end of the day, like, I agree, like, there's always going to be like some form of unethical practice tied to the way that you're making money, some way, somehow, just because most of the shit that we do isn't even natural anyway. So
0: it's like. How do you feel about that, Nani? You publishing all those books, wasting all that paper, killing them trees. Yeah, for what? <laughs> so oh, I got will... it.
2: What? Uh,
1: <laughs> I I
2: do think with any new avenue of um, income and financial gain, there is going to be what you said. What was it again? Negative externality. Yeah, negative externality. I think that comes with anything. Um, I'm last time I checked, I'm pretty sure the uh, the government is looking to put a handle on Bitcoin and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. And the abandoned. Yeah, so it's. I think you just do your research and be cautious. I, I do think it's funny that Elon Musk is now pulling out of Bitcoin
0: he has his own motives for it yeah yeah, exactly i mean he's right about it being like bad environmentally but he fucked a lot of people over because he got them on that train and he pulls out at the last minute by not allowing bitcoin to be like a a way a a form of payment on one of his websites or something and he just Fuck the market for a lot of people. But again, if you put all your money in Bitcoin, you shouldn't be investing anyway. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, come on. <laughs> so, yeah, like like <laughs> diversity is good for your classrooms. It's good for your portfolio. What can I say? Yeah. But, uh, so, yeah. yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So I, I
2: think it. you just got to be mindful of anything new and just be able to adapt. That's all yeah. it is. I mean, there's always going to be that opposing force.
0: Yeah, man, it's, a, it's sometimes a catch too. and before I move on, um, I just want to say, like, when uh, Joanna brought up the Hulers comment, I just remembered, like, this forum I once got into about people, like, shitting all over the polygraph tests that they have to go through in, like, the Secret Service or FBI before getting hired, and, and one guy was like, you guys are fucking idiots. My friend lied through that whole thing and got accepted and is now an agent. She also goes on Craigslist and sells herself as a prostitute every two, two days out of the week. So so, if she can do it, you can do it. So, stop pissing yourself. <laughs> I just thought that was wild that, you know, fucking FBI agent by day, prostitute by night. That is just, that, that's a movie. Yeah, that's right a there. TV show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In any case, uh, let's move on to minorities specifically. And, you know, we have a lot of thoughts about the um rich. Rich people in their lives, particularly you know the celebrities we have to deal with and who we aspire to be like. So, in your opinion, how have rich minorities disappointed or inspired you? And what would you have done with their wealth or in their position?
2: I, I wouldn't say any rich minority disappoints me. Um how they inspired you 2 partner, man. I don't think anybody inspired All right, I I guess you can say Donald Glover. He has inspired me a lot, (laughs) but I necessarily don't consider him like that rich minority because he just recently blew up. Um, But I don't know. It's the fact that most people look up to these celebrities and these icons and stuff like that is, I just don't understand it. So that's why I'm like, I, I just, I can't be disappointed in some rich minority, but I will be inspired by like Donald Glover on the other side of that. Like a lot of the things that he do is something that I inspire to be and try to like base my life around. So I will say that I am inspired by him, but if he was to disappoint me, then I'm pretty sure I will find some logical way to excuse his transgressions, so.
0: What the fuck? <laughs> Donald Glover <Goldberg laughs> killed five children in a drunk drive Yeah, time. but did he do it Donnie for Donnie or the sake presses. of art? Did he do it for the sake of
1: art? Right, yeah,
2: exactly. So yeah.
0: Okay. Let us say you were one day awarded his wealth and fame. What would you do with it, Donnie?
2: Um, I, I know this is gonna sound like such bullshit, but I would literally give it all the way i'll go give it all away To what to anybody anybody that i come across on the street anybody that asks me for a dollar i would give them a thousand dollars like pack of cigarettes how about i buy you state in the company it's like i'm such a giving person that it's like because I've, I've been on the other side of it i've came into money like eighteen thousand to be exact last year and i still wanted to try to commit suicide so i've seen the other side of it money is not everything and i've always been that way of just giving it out so like i said it it wouldn't change me like i know how people say money changes your values and stuff like it it wouldn't change me because i would just continuously give it all away
0: before i move on to Joanna, i just kind of push back on that i feel like people think that um the only good thing to do with money is to be charitable you know what i mean like uh give it away give it to charities but the charity system in um in the world is just fucked up oh yeah let me let
2: me uh clear it up i i wouldn't give it to like charities or anything like that i would just give it to like random people that i pass on the street like if i'm a singer like in the aspect of donald glover i would perform in the subways like parks just just because i wanted to just for the love of what i'm doing like i i wouldn't give it to like oh let me donate so-and-so to aids or let me donate so-and-so to hiv or black lives matter or any of the bullshit charities i would literally give it all away i would go into like a the cancer center or something like that and i would give the person the money like I, oh,
0: okay anyway. so you're selective yeah. about who you'd give it to yeah like I was I was thinking like what if you passed like Jake Gyllenhaal on the street would you give him no. all your millions like <laughs> fuck him <laughs> uh, right but like yeah normal like like
2: normal everyday people it's just hey here's a ten
0: thousand dollars here's twenty thousand dollars shit I can't wait to give you guys my answer because it is nothing like that but uh, uh- <laughs> for the, before we move on to Joanna for the sake of educating our audience um oftentimes those philanthropists you hear about are only doing it for the tax incentives they get off of donated charities like i I remember i learned this because someone insulted another person by saying i get a tax re- uh reductible or whatever it's called just from hanging out with you you're so fucking pathetic but um <laughs> yeah, <it> was, <laughs> right, you're, right i was like oh shit, shit. Yeah, Some shit to you come. gotta go home
2: and think about <laughs> <laughs>
0: I get tax deductible from hanging out with you. Yeah, that was yeah. It. But um, <laughs> oh, I just died. But um, yeah, honestly, they're not doing it for good reason. But let's forget that for a second. Let's say they're still donating to a charity. That ch- most of that money is used to pay the people in that charity. And very few charities, uh, very few times does money actually end up helping the people who's aimed to be. Like all those charities in fucking Haiti after all those earthquakes, after all those storms. It ends up in the pockets of politicians. The people Puerto Rico is still like
2: torn, right, from the hurricane a couple of years ago.
0: Yeah, they have terrible infrastructure, and they have other people ruling their island essentially, like that the USA imposed to like manage their debt crisis because they can't afford d- to pay back anything. So they don't really. It's not a country. It's it's not a state. It's nothing. It's basically a territory. I don't know why people still want to live there. You're not you. That's why so many Puerto Ricans live outside the island rather than on the island. It's a, it's not a country. Like sometimes I, I question why we still like call Puerto Ricans like Latin Americans when they are owned by the U.S. and whatnot. Like yes, you speak Spanish, but so does Spain. We don't call them Latin Americans. But um, yeah, but whatever, um, Joanna. Uh, if, what's what's your uh, idea about? You get, do you have any rich minorities that inspire, disappoint you? And regardless of your answer, what would you do in their position with their fame and money?
1: um like she's not like an idol to me or anything but sometimes like beyonce disappoints me i and I, I think like just like when we were talking about earlier with like the whole tiffany diamonds thing um
0: i don't yeah, know about I just feel like
1: about you it. i feel like you're at such a place of status like you should like know certain things you know um you should know like the social implications with working with some of the companies you work with. I also feel like I don't know, it's just weird because it's just like there's such ex- ex- exclusivity with um her brand and it's cool. But it's just kind of like you're already well, like a could huh? you tell us
0: could you tell us what's going on with that controversy actually like inform our audience? What 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 is the Tiffany brand diamond controversy regarding to Beyonce? Like give us the four-one one one.
1: Oh, um, I can't give the best four one one because I've fine. been hearing about it word of mouth. But what I do know is that they um, are doing like a campaign with them. But um, that company is like uh, considered unethical because of the whole blood diamond thing. It also just mm. diamonds in general, like, you know, diamond mining and gold mining is really unethical because of the environmental factors that affect the communities that live around these mines anyway. But, you know, when you have money, like you don't care about that. Like you, you want, you, you want to have all that stuff because it's like, for some reason like that's like a part of like solidifying that you're where you're at like I have all this bling I have all these watches I have all these chains it's like I got it like that but we're not looking at how the people that are around these areas that literally see like the beginning process before you get this chain on your neck we're not seeing how that affects them and I've seen that like firsthand like in person like when I was studying abroad in Thailand um, we went to an area that was affected by a gold mine and they had like arsenic in their water and it was just really bad and you think like dang like maybe I don't want to go to the pawn shop and get that necklace that says my name on it Um, (laughs) but that's just like the 411 I know on that situation I can't go um, too much into detail I probably will be able to in like um, a minute just from researching it a little bit. But personally, like, using her as an example, like, that's kind of disappointing, just because it's, like, I feel like, I don't know, just you're you're at this high place. Like, it's again, it's weird, because it's, like, these people shouldn't, like, just because she's Black and rich or she's a woman or she's anything doesn't mean she should be doing anything ethically. But because you know, you have your own set of morals and, you know, you live the life the way you want. You want the people that you look up to that are celebrities, like, it's like this subconscious thing where it's, it's as if, like, you want them to be, like, like-minded so you can like them more. And yeah. then when they're not, it's like you get disappointed because it's like it's like you romanticize this, like, this connection that you have with this person that you don't even know just just, <laughs> just to, like, just to make it feel better the fact that like you like them and then when they do something you don't like you're like oh my god like you turn into like this bandwagon but, um and someone that does inspire me childish gambino does inspire me donald glover so it's interesting that you brought him up like um Issa Rae inspires me and these are these are people like they may not be like filthy rich but like you know they're I like they're they're comfortable and like I I want to be I want to be comfortable and and I also want to be like a media mogul like they are so it's like they are inspirations to me because it's like they're comfortable they're media moguls and they're not from what I know doing anything like unethical and I feel like you know I might not know them on a personal level but just romanticizing this individual i feel like you know we like are on the same wavelength in that way and i think that's what people want you know they just want to it's it's a it's like it's like you're humanizing these people but also dehumanizing them at the same time because it's like oh my gosh like you want them to like think like you but then if they don't it's like oh my gosh fuck you which can be dehumanizing because right. different.
0: All right. So let's say you woke up as Beyonce one day, or you woke up with all her rich and fame. What would you do with the money? Uh,
1: like the first thing I would do, or like in general.
0: In general, what well, what what kinds of th- better yet, yeah, what kinds of things would be you be doing with her position, her status, her fame, her wealth?
1: Well, she does philanthropy. Um, so I would you know do that. I would do philanthropy. Um, I know like when I get to a certain, like, um, place in my wealth, I want to do philanthropy just because, you know, like, I just, that's just the kind of person I am. It's kind of like a why not kind of thing. Like, why would I not want to help communities that I can help, um, you know, with my money? Why would I not want to volunteer and give back to my community? It
2: seems so, I would so easy. <laughs> it seems so I, yeah, easy. I'm, I'm, making a lot it, of I'm making it I sound
1: easy, but I, I know it's not. it's still a lot of work but yeah that's well, what i would that's what i would want to do
0: well all right all right Shit. i know because like um i was telling you guys about uh before the podcast started about uh beyonce is not my answer but i also see like a lot of issues with her particularly that she like benefits from third world labor and, you know, not not just Blood Diamonds. And if anyone wants to learn more about the Blood Diamond industry and what she's talking about, I would highly recommend you Google it and find out for yourself. But if you need, like, a tr- cheap action thriller, they'll give you the 411. Uh, there's a great Leonardo DiCaprio movie set in Sierra Leone called Blood Diamond, and it tells you how harsh and brutal and how, like, that that industry, like, helped fuel the civil war going on there, which involved child soldiers, every, every possibly bad thing you could think about in war. But, um... No, yeah, so uh, great answers, guys. Um, honestly, I, I, I there's really no one I admire or disappoint or really disappoints me because you know after I learned that Gandhi was a sexist, pedophile, racist, I figured that like literally you look into anyone and eventually everything you believe about them will tumble. So. Oh, yeah. um, yeah, yeah, luckily, luckily, I learned that like uh, not to build these people up in the first place. But you know, I'm kind of disappointed by I, I, lately. I've been disappointed by like Elon Musk and Grimes, particularly uh, Grimes, more than Elon, because you know Elon just seems like a cold, yeah. calculating pragmatist that's just after his own wealth. But Grimes, being like the do-it-yourself artist, who's now just constantly just um, excusing his behavior and whatnot, that it really kind of disappoints me. Uh, Liddell says he was born on the same day as Gandhi. It's okay. Just just don't be like Gandhi, Liddell. You, you don't have all of his qualities. Maybe some, not all. But, um, <laughs> but no, yeah. Um, but let's see. What would I do with the rich and what the wealth and fame of all these celebrities we just mentioned? Honestly, I would probably not do philanthropy or charity or anything. I already listed a bunch of reasons why those end up not being very good and how it like always ends up in the pockets of some form of le- corrupt leadership if anything i would probably move back to maybe like a country in the caribbean like buy up a bunch of land buy up a bunch of houses become kind of a lord um essentially rise in the politics the political scene so get right. as far as i can and like you know use my influence to promote like infrastructure and like um the raising of the That's standard of living
1: like, i still see that as philanthropy
0: kind of kind of but like a philanthropist is practically someone who doesn't themselves do the work like they're only people who donate to that causes like I, I wouldn't be giving to a charity or giving to a cause per, particularly I'd be using my wealth to create more wealth and so then so just a new form of philanthropy I, it's not really a new form because this is like like rich people establish themselves in the community and then build up their power base Get into politics, and then like um, push the uh, push funding for like infrastructure and military and schooling and education. Um, yeah, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't exactly call it philanthropy because you're not like donating directly to a cause, you're just using your money for more power, more influence, and you know, doing some good along the way. But it's mostly, I, I, let, let me be clear, I want to be a dictator, I want to be a dictator, Donnie. You come right out of me, I mean, <laughs> right. a I'm gonna come in and back you're step ours. away from and, the Elon Musk and, rocket. I'm <laughs> gonna build so many schools, and the people will love me, they'll love me, okay? And then they'll vote for me, and then they'll they never signal to. Anything I want to do. <laughs> I mean, Oprah
2: yeah. built the schools, so I'm not sure how that's working out. But I heard it was—it's been a success so far. Mm. Well, where did she build the schools? Africa. Oh, which country? Good question. I think Nigeria.
0: Oh, Nigeria's always been doing great. Yeah, uh,
1: she, right. like.
0: What? Like, uh, that, that's weird. Evan. Let me build some schools in these successful African countries.
1: Like out of all yeah. the countries in Africa, Nigeria. I don't know. I'll have to
2: double check, but I'm pretty sure it's Nigeria. What? does she have? Like not roots that roots that in not
1: parts of Nigeria that need.
2: No, that uh, need I think it's work. a school for women. Oh. Um, yeah what? so is... she, she, she should have so i, I could i could be wrong but i think it was a country where well, a mm-hmm. lot of uh yeah like joe said i'm probably wrong um it was a country okay. where a lot of women weren't being able to get education and
0: stuff like that so yeah I don't think that. that doesn't sound like nigeria I mean, yeah, yeah like i said Wakanda. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, it wasn't Wakanda. <laughs> you, oh my god. No, no, because like Nigeria, I, I just want to like uh, brag about Nigeria. Like, um, they're saying Nigeria in a couple years and a lot of West African countries are gonna be like what Germany is today. Like, that is amazing to think yeah. about. Honestly, like, holy shit. But um, yeah, no, South good. Africa, South,
2: Mar- South, Africa. Uh, yeah, Myrton, uh need South Africa boarding school.
0: Okay. Yeah. Oh, South okay. Africa is a fucking mess. Actually, maybe, uh, maybe, uh, maybe we do need to give color clue. because they're going through riots. Because, like, um, yeah. God, I, I could spend the podcast talking about this. So essentially, after Nelson Mandela, the party he represented got like, um, you, you know, it, it's still an African indigenous African party, but a new tribe took over that's not associated with Nelson Mandela's tribe, and like. Basically, all they did in changing things was make more, a, a couple more black people rich, but leaving everything the same. And there are just so many like race riots going on that people are literally, the white people especially, are leaving the country one after one. Cause all the government does is say, oh, everything that's everything that's our bad is the fault of these white people right here. And it's like, yeah, sometimes it's true, but like, eh, it, it is a mess. So, yeah. Um, I guess it makes sense that she put schools there, maybe a couple tribes or so. I, are mean, still I am- mean,
2: it's a private school. Oh,
0: that strikes me a little bit. What the fuck, Oprah? <laughs> <laughs> Go to Somalia or something.
2: Yeah, a private boarding school.
0: Oh. And the conditions weren't that good, apparently. Uh, fucking Oprah, man. Well, private Liddell says private schools are great and as someone who's only ever gone to private school eh, i man.
1: don't know about that because people that go to private schools like they're like socially impaired
0: oh we oh absolutely 100 percent. i went to an old boys school yeah. like holy shit, what, what were they thinking they they it, was that, it was just impaired. a factory line of <laughs> like, socially awkward idiots even our football stars were, were weird but um <laughs>
1: like,
0: no man and catholic private schools like i think about my my high school wasn't that bad you know we were all nice we, there were really no problems it was an old boys school but learned that there were really no problems But my elementary school was fucking ass i almost want to name drop how ass it was we had these two mean ass nun, nuns who just were like little dictators and <laughs> were probably so mad that they couldn't hit kids anymore so they just made your life a literal hell because you know um what I feel I feel bad for priests and nuns because when you go your entire life without sex, I feel like it comes out as anger in different parts of your life,
1: bro. Like uh, literally.
0: Like, bro, I need, like, I I want. Sometimes I want to tell my local priest, like, yo, just get some ass and get off my ass, bro. Like
1: for one night. <laughs> yeah,
0: just one night, God Jesus, just just um go to communion or something. I don't know how Christianity works, but Not um, communion. Oh well, how, uh, no confession. Whatever. I, if, if, I'm not a Catholic anymore. I don't care. Can,
2: can uh, this might be a little off
0: topic, but go can
2: you can conf- go to a confessional if you're not uh, religious? Because I, I I always yeah. meant, always oh. wanted to do that.
0: Um. Oh oh, you mean religious? You have to be baptized within that church in order to like take part of their confession. Like, can you go there without? believing in it like yeah like say you after, have to get after
2: yeah say after this podcast i'm like hmm i got some things i want to get off my chest that i did a couple of nights ago
0: you gotta get baptized as a catholic first but here's the thing like you what are you
1: need to a- do is go to a therapist yeah,
0: th- I agree with that too. Like, yeah, but I have the podcast,
2: so why would I pay money to listen to some old white lady tell me Jesus something Christ. that I already know? She can Should be I a young black lady
1: you? too, and a young black man. There's no,
2: I, I have an he thinks issue. He's in the
0: Sopranos. He thinks he's in the. Sopranos. I have an with issue the with therapists
2: characters. and stuff like that. Every single therapist that I had uh, given to me by the DHS has either left, transferred, or been promoted. So that's why I have trust.
1: Well, issues. why do you keep getting therapists from the DHS?
2: Because I was in DHS at the time.
0: Yeah, I mean, this wasn't really <laughs> so, a choice for him. He kind of got what he exactly.
1: got. I'm like, um, get a therapist that's not in that. Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: But so um, why would I do that when there's whiskey yeah, and rum?
0: But here's the thing, like, uh, so you okay. definitely have to be baptized in explaining. the church to do it, but like, uh, you don't have to believe because after you're baptized you are a catholic for life it doesn't matter if you're an atheist all you are is a bad catholic you know what i mean you right. once you're in you're in like you have to be uh, the pope has to kick you out he's the only one who can do it i forget what it's called um not decommission like uh debaptize de- de- some stupid shit. i don't give a fuck about the pope but um and i've been trying my hardest to get him to notice me and kick me out but he is not listening to my letters but um <laughs> oh fucking well, so, ex excommunicated, that's what it's called.
2: So but, um, once you're
0: baptized, you're automatically like part of the church. You're Catholic for life. It doesn't matter what you do unless you fuck you you um piss off the Pope and not But how how too. like how do they like track that? Like how do they keep tabs on you? Oh they don't keep tabs necessarily you mean like keep tabs on your behavior and find that um mm, did he do something that's Yeah, like do they hop out of like a white
2: man with a cross and just like yeah, yeah, the <laughs> all, no,
0: no, no. I mean, if it's bad enough, the pope will hear about it because you probably did some shit that put you on the news. You know what oh, I mean? Shit. That's how bad it has to be. It's not like I, I, I had sex before marriage. You're out. You're out. Oh, like, okay, all right. So they like, the scat- room after. You, you gotta, do, you gotta do some crazy shit to be excommunicated. I mean, usually it's like declaring yourself as a pope it can be petty shit like declaring yourself as a pope or like being a priest and teaching the wrong kind of doctrine I'll do it but otherwise like you genocide maybe but that's a 50-50 because <laughs> the pope liked Mussolini and I think he was that's okay really with Hitler strange. I know yeah <laughs> that's what it takes I mean usually I'm just sending hate letters to the pope and be like yo fuck your white ass he's stupid Argentinian Come I on, he, he's
2: I mean <laughs> I'm not a religious guy, but we can't talk about the
0: Pope on a podcast like this. Okay, I mean, dude, he, he protects pedophiles. Talk uh, all you like. I give uh, you my blessing okay. as a Catholic yeah. to yeah. talk shit about the Pope. That, fuck <laughs> He's from Argentina, as a, really.
1: As a, as a Catholic that's trying to get excommunicated. So.
0: Honestly, but it's still, a Catholic, still a Catholic. Still a Catholic. So I'm just a bad Catholic, but I'm still a Catholic. No matter how hard I try. But no. Uh, no, it's crazy because, like, the first Latin American pope and you picked a dude from Argentina? Really? Come on. <laughs> I mean, the guy before him was a Nazi Nazi. This guy, oh, oh my God. He was raised oh, wow. a Nazi. How did you yeah. make that man a pope?
2: Um, I'm reading Liddell's comment, Donnie's always protecting white people. Like... No, will be so disappointed. I mean, Noel came from a HBCU, that a school that's not technically valid. So, Jesus, Christ. what? What did you? Say? <laughs> <laughs> I got. I, I think we should end you the podcast. You said a school yes. that's not
1: technically valid.
2: Yeah, it, it goes back to so a previous it has podcast. to it has to be it has to
1: be it has to be governed by white people according to in, in, in order for it to be valid
2: oh fuck, Donnie. no that's not that's
1: what
2: I that's not what i meant it was an inside so joke out of, out of out of bounds podcast that dates back a couple of episodes ago
1: oh well, <laughs> now.
2: yeah so basically what was this the school that noah went to we were having a discussion and he told us our his school name and me and liddell was like we never heard of that hbcu school Fort Fort Valley Valley State State. yeah so we never heard of it so yeah we were saying that it's not valid in the eyes of the black community but it it was a
1: joke I don't don't
2: want to be canceled now like
1: (laughs) yeah you was about to be real
0: you are walking
1: a
2: fine line line. (laughs)
1: line. the line is very thin and short
0: Yeah, no, honestly, because if I ever come back to spirituality, since we were talking about religion, I feel like I would go with Judaism, primarily because I learned last night, if you convert to Judaism, you can get into Israel as a citizen.
1: I thought you were Jewish the first time I looked at you.
0: Oh, no, I'm descended from Jews. That's why I, 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 they, they converted in the Inquisition. Interesting. But,
2: um, yeah, you went against...
1: Yeah, you have the you of a New York Jew, too. Thanks. Thanks so much, man. I, what does that mean? I, well, no, you, can choose,
0: you can choose to edit that out over your discretion. I feel like what was just said should be given to a higher power. Um, <laughs> But as I was saying, uh, yeah, you, you can like convert go to Israel and become a citizen real quick, and I, I just find that so dope because A, it's a way out of America, B, it's like Judaism's actually pretty cool for the most part, but um, yeah, well, uh, feel free to edit that out, um, for reasons, no. but, yeah, uh, well, it's it's it's, uh, it's up to Liddell, I don't know, it, 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 yeah, that, know, that, was, that was that was like more than the <laughs> i don't cancel easily oh I, I think joanne thinks everyone sounds like fran drescher from the nanny <laughs> but um, <laughs> in queens they do but uh yeah okay so um let's I mean, end you're this not
1: pod. that far from queens you said that you're in the bronx right I,
0: no no i'm not I'm, I'm in manhattan but i'm close to the bronx
1: yeah that's not that far from queens
0: oh i like queens they have the best chinese food but um <gasps> they do absolutely no it's the best china town i've ever been to it's they crazy. have
1: really good food in queens like regardless though oh yeah
0: that too uh, there's a lot of arabs and um yeah queens and italians a live over there yeah i'm kind of over italian i don't like italian or mexican food because it's like the same five ingredients in different dishes you know what i mean
1: yeah but like i love that
0: <laughs> i guess i guess it's dependable it's dependable well anyways thanks for watching our podcast folks please like share and subscribe and stop making liddell hungry in any case i'll allow my co-panelists to plug in themselves and whatever they might be doing me i i'm just got to know our magic there's nothing more to that you can follow me if you like but i have a day job and i'm not really an artist like my friends here are uh <laughs> joanna do you have anything you want to plug in
1: uh yes i will be coming out with music soon so follow me on my ig it's in my name uh i do follow back if the vibes are vibing and uh yeah that's if you're in the florida south florida area be on the lookout for me uh i do local shows and yeah that's what i'm up to right now.
0: dope donnie uh, yeah,
2: you can follow me at uh, Donnie. It's down below uh, once the banner gets moved. Um, look, yeah, look out for me in the Philadelphia area for um, doing some spoken word. Actually, going to get up on stage and perform some stuff. We'd love to see it. Yeah, nope. I'm like really scared.
0: <laughs> All right. What? <laughs> Okay, guys, well, okay, now it shows up. Well, in any case, please like, share, and subscribe. We're on YouTube, (laughs) Instagram, and also, and of course, our website. So please follow us now. Okay, take it away, Lodeo.